Hey everybody, welcome to the South Coast Pro Golf Show with me, David Bartlett. This is a momentous occasion because on this particular occasion, I have got my first guest, no other than the one and only Neil Williams, PJ Golf Professional. Hey! Nice. Neil, I'm going to ask you a question. This is going to be a continuous first question for the whole of these podcasts, okay? Question one is, what do you hate about golf and what do you like about golf? Oh, interesting question. Yeah. Anything annoy you? Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me on. It's a um, pleasure. One day when you look back, when this podcast is huge, you'll be able to tell everybody that you were the first person, yeah? <laughs> yeah, well, the, the privileged. <laughs> yeah, I'll be very privileged. Um, yeah, no, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, well, you've, you've invited me to your house, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you a little guest tour of, of, the, of the house. <laughs> Um, so what are we saying? What annoys you first? Like what, what, don't, what don't you like about golf? What I don't like about golf... The, what first comes to mind is the... <laughs> the I suppose the pompous sort yeah. of like part yeah, of yeah, it all. Yeah. <clears throat> um, do you like the tradition of it though? There, do you like the tradition of golf? Is it the snootiness of golf at certain golf clubs? Yeah, and yeah. the the directive sort of like I look down on you, and you look down, I look above on you, sort of type of thing. Yeah. You know those. Um, uh-huh. Do you remember that sitcom? Who is that? What is that? I look down on you. Do you remember that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Hopefully, someone else will be able to remember yeah, that. Sure. But it's like the the two Ronnies, I think, or something like that. Okay, I think they've done that. Yeah, but I don't know. It is that sort of like, but now, I mean, yeah, that's what I don't like it, okay. and it, it's, it was all coming. It's all sort of like. Mm. That's all sort of going a little bit. I think so. Nice to see, yeah. Okay, give me something you like. Let's hit me, hit me with something positive. Like, what's what? What do you love about it? Like, where do I start? <laughs> yeah, I oh, see. So there's a few things for you. Oh yeah, hundred okay. percent. I might tell you mine afterwards. Okay. In a minute, in fact. So after you've after you've gone, you hit me with yours. Right. So the good things what I like about golf would be the meeting people. Yeah. And that's that's really. Uh, where it lies down and obviously bring up from that um you can go from um networking from there um it can bring up um sort of mental health with that as well um uh yeah it's just you know you could be walking alongside of a multi-millionaire uh, and also someone who's homeless well, <laughs> can't, it's just trying to bow their for their right. five pound last on on the golf tees, you know, in, yeah. because they got the, that five pound and they're passionate about golf and they love golf. And I'm like spending my last pound on those tees. Um, yeah. And it's just everybody's out there with what one sport. So it's no regardless of no sort of. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of like how I like to see it. Um, uh, yeah. That, yeah. that comes across with you. Like, you're a very positive guy and you're very upbeat and kind of... You don't seem to show a negative side to anything. So, you know, that certainly comes across uh, with you as an individual and in your content creation as well. And I think a lot of people find that quite infectious. So I think, like, from a coaching point of view, you being a top coach in the area, do you feel like that is something you kind of bring out in your students? So I, I know this is something that's happened with me. That I've, I've taught a few people and they seem a bit downbeat and seem like they're not enjoying it anymore. And it comes down to more than maybe just fixing their golf swing and maybe changing their outlook and perspective on their whole hobby. I, I'm going to answer the question for you. I've just answered it. I think you're good at that. I think you, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think 
I think there's an infectiousness about your love for golf that will come across to them. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Thank you so much for have that you ever compliment. thought about that before really, or not? Have you, have I've you... I've had a few friends that have said yeah. you know you're infectious and um and you just say thank you and move on and just nice. like try to yeah. and this is like it's just really appreciate you saying that I, I I've taken it to the heart there. I appreciate that and I'll, I'll keep on carry on what I'm I'm doing and um yeah um that leads really nicely onto what i don't like about the world okay, okay. And, then, and don't get me wrong i'm in the same ballpark as you like i'm a pretty positive dude i'm a kind of a half glass no what am i i'm a, I'm a full yeah uh, oh, yeah oh, yeah yeah i'm that uh, uh, half empty yeah i'm yeah. that I'm, yeah i'm half full <laughs> one thing that annoys me is like throwing clubs yeah like throwing clubs and a lack of accountability for some per- somebody's um, misperformance, let's say, where they won't take accountability themselves and it was somebody else's fault. You know what I mean? You're right. The club yeah. wasn't right. The wind was... Uh, they threw a club and they think it's funny to throw a club. Actually, it's just... I don't, I don't well, like Well, you it. could have lots of different like ways it. of throwing a club. You could have a thrown right. away club because of yourself. Yeah. You could be throwing... I mean, and that's that comes from... Where he blames who? Who does he blame? But I do like. I, a good, I do like. I, do I mean, you? I've not done one right. to a degree because I, 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 I've not been that angry. You don't hit bad shots. <laughs> no, clearly right? not. <laughs> 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 I think if I did, I laugh it off. To be fair, <laughs> just like trying to grind it away. But um, it does feel good. It does feel. Does it? Yeah. Or does it? It does it. If you I don't do know it, like get I've a good. Do you know what I mean? Do you give it a go. Give it a go. Give it a good go. You could get like a little Chinook going. You say, what is that? Dave just lit off a club. I mean, I think there's something fairly comical about it. Like, what was it? Rory threw his club in the pond, didn't he? He lost it. He lost it. Well, it just shows passion though, isn't it? Yeah. And it shows passion. It shows that he cares. And... um I, I don't mind that to I don't mind that, but where you it, where it lies, that is the mm. question. Where is it, well, why did you do it? Is it because of the crowd yeah. shouting at him? And so that would what that would lie down is like, well, he didn't um, focus on mm. on that so much, and is he is he taking it off? Is he throwing it at the crowd? Yeah. That's where it's a little bit or not too. Mm. That's but if if um, he hit a bad shot like. Um, Ricky um, Tyrrell Tyr- 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 yeah, yeah, yeah so he <laughs> he's, he smashed like the team t- markers and stuff. he's done but he, he he's just he blames himself he hits can I swear on this uh, yeah go on little, <laughs> one. little one he hits some smelly shots <laughs> <laughs> which is it, keep it smelly yeah. you know what I mean by that yeah but, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so he he hit some smelly shot and it was the funniest thing he just goes up doesn't yeah. he that what well happened, Terrell? That is that is a brilliant shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I grew up with not a lot of money, and so like golf clubs are expensive. And then I remember my dad working his ass off to pay for my golf clubs and my clubs that I had before that. And I got to a pretty decent standard before I had a decent set of golf clubs. And I remember other kids throwing their clubs around, but they had way better clubs than me. And yeah. Without making me sound like I'm sort of like on some moral high ground. I found it annoying that they would do that. And because they didn't pay for those. Yeah. And then I knew that if I did something like that, that would that wouldn't end well. I think one thing I feel really bad at actually, this is the same sort of story, but with in a different context. My dad bought me my first car, which cost a hundred quid, right? And then I was dicking around driving at quite a high speed out of the, the golf course. And I 
handbrake turned it into a tree and I smashed it. And my, my mate was in the car in front of me and um, smashed, the, smashed the car to bits. And then I, I phoned him up and said, look, I've had a bit of a mishap and I smashed the car up and stuff and whatever you. And uh, he was like, son, what are you doing to me? Do you know what I mean? And I was like, oh, oh, and I've, I've like trashed the car, you know? So, um, and, and then I guess that kind of stuck with me a bit as well. Anyway, he fixed the car for me. It took him like five hours to fix it. Got it back on the, on the road again. And I was like, God, I can't like, so that was, I was obviously like 17 then. I wasn't, I was like an adult practically. But I think there was something in me that from an early age was to like kind of respect my stuff. So like throwing clubs was oh, my thing, do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And I felt guilty about smashing the card bits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is more respect mm. to that um that what you have bought mm. and you, you you know, look after. I get that. <clears throat> I get that. Yeah. Okay, so here's another observation for you. I'm gonna big you up a little bit more again now. Okay. Are you ready? I'm always ready. Born ready. <laughs> Born ready. <laughs> When I, um, I'm a, quite a motivated person, yeah? Yeah. And then, so I go to the gym six times a week and I'll yeah. go and jump in the sea like twice a week, all right? And then I'll do a load of hours teaching and then I'll, I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff. I'm doing a lot of things, yeah. right? And my life's good. Busy, busy yeah? being. I've got good little things going on, yeah? And then I turn on Instagram because I won't turn it on first thing in the morning and I'll turn it on and I'm like, oh my God, he's at it again. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I look at your life. And it's not through envy or jealousy, but I think you got it sussed. Yeah. You got it sussed down, right? So you won the lottery, yeah? You're a golf pro. Yeah. <laughs> you're a very charming young man. Okay. You're very, very cool. Right. Then you're out surfing in the morning and you're out swimming and then you're out running and then you're out teaching golf. And then, oh, where's he going now? Oh, he's off to TPC Sawgrass. Oh, where's he going now? Oh, he's playing at Celtic Manor. Oh, who's he playing with now? Do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's one thing continuously after. What are you doing this week? <laughs> Go on, hit me with it. Go on, put me out of my misery. Where are you off to? Um, okay, so I'm off to Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, okay. There we go. So Florida. Yeah, so, that, so every time I see that, I'm like, I'm definitely cheering you on. It's not from a place of envy, but I'm like, I'm happy for you because like, you've got it going on. So my question to this is like, through the lens of Instagram, you've got this really, really cool lifestyle. You've got a great little job. You've got a good... It's all going, it's all going good. What does success look like for you? Because in my opinion, you made it. You're there. What does success oh, well, look question, like? Question. Um, <clears throat> it depends on your goals, isn't it, really, I suppose? So mm -hmm. my goals would be um, to try to get more of accolade as a, as a PGA pro, sure. as a coach. So I'm going through more... Um, uh, what do you call it? The C C B C R B S and stuff like that. So yeah, that's, that's a motorbike. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a motorbike to work on. Um, C D P like yeah, C yeah. It's career development points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah. going to be doing through that, that. I've just uploaded all my credentials, what I have done sure. previously, to, onto the PGA stuff. So I'm trying to work hard on a sort of like a just an accolade from mm -hmm. the PGA Pro. So I see like sort of Hannah Bo Bo Brown Brown Brown. Um, and Kate, um, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Kate, yeah, yeah, Kate, Kate, Princess Kate, yeah, no, yeah. um, <laughs> she's, well, basically, the, um, Hannah's got a fellow PGA right. professional, as, as oh, she, okay, and, yeah, yeah. and Kate's got, um, Kate, like advanced kind of PGA status, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, okay, so, you know, so that, that trying to work towards mm. that type of thing and just 
see being deemed, you know, as my peers, sort of, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. sort of, um, yeah, basically. And that's where, I think that's where my attention is mm. focused on. So hence me going to the PJ show, I think you build up more, mm. uh, build up more um, friends and get to know people, networking mm. and stuff. So be out there, chat out to a few, mm. uh, few friends I've, I've got to know over Instagram and stuff. Yeah. So looking forward to that, looking forward to that. But um, yeah, I think that's where success would lie down for me. Mm. But I'll enjoy, enjoy getting there, enjoy sure, my life. Yeah. And, and, and it's a process, like this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's the whole process. So yeah. I, my, my guess is for you, you kind of wake up and it's like it's an exciting day every day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you probably have some tough ones, but like, yeah, it's yeah. an exciting thing to be doing, isn't it? Yeah, so, definitely. So We've yeah. got some exciting stuff going on. We're going to the Open, aren't we? Yes, yeah, looking forward to that. So we're going to go yeah. to the Open, and that's in July, and we're doing eight days of teaching there. You've not done it before. Eight days? It's eight days. So the, 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 the um, Open's like for four days, though. Oh, for it must be like the Pro-Am yeah, um, yeah, 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 pro yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So and we're doing, there's no Pro-Am. I don't know if you're doing the Sunday, but you do Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are all practice rounds. Ah, you coach those days right. as well. Brilliant. And then we've got four days as well. So it's like eight, eight days of teaching. Okay, I'd better book that in my diary then, because I only booked it's in four, four well, days. Just in case it clashes with you going to like Barbados <laughs> or something, you know what I mean? So we got that. So I, I've done it the last few years, which is amazing. You're going to love that. It's a good networking event, but yeah. it kind of feels like you're part of history. Yeah. Because like the Open is just, it's insane, isn't it? It's a question. Yeah. The Open or the Masters? Oh, good question. I think, I think where the um the masters is it's so difficult to play the golf course i think it's got that little bit of um what's the word uh, difficulty mm. and, and prestigious i suppose yeah. if that's the right word um but then you've obviously got the heritage obviously the open yeah. so it's uh, for me i think I on the other, other side of the ponds i think that maybe over there they maybe think of the open and mm. obviously we're over here and we're everything of that because yeah. it might be a bit of a more of a mecca sort of more difficult to get to but i would go i would go uh, masters i think <laughs> yeah I, I the more i think about it it just seems like it's unobtainable doesn't it to like, yeah, just, yeah, like yeah. i think we should go i think we could go we can get a trip we can do a trip that yeah 100% there is there is i think there is something out there isn't there 100% let's do it <laughs> right <Yeah>. okay um, <laughs> that's another thing <laughs> Um, I think that's the only way you ever get to Augusta, isn't it? Because we're never going to get to play it, are we, really? Like, you can get invited by a member and stuff and what have you, but mm. I don't think that's on the cards, is it? No, no. Well, okay, yeah. so you're a tech guy. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been to your coaching studio, and actually, maybe I am envious of you. In terms of friends, in terms of friendship, yeah. like, it's not... It's not as long as you're cheering everybody I'm else cheering you on. on, yeah. So it's, that's on. that. 100%. I mean, yeah, that's what. Yeah. That's how you can sort of like know who is friends and who's like. Yes. Yes. You you got a birdie. Yes, mate. Come on, but I'm gonna get an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I I um when I do some coaching, I my technology is I I have a stick, right? So I have yeah. a, like an alignment rod. Yeah. And I'll prod people with that a little bit, and then uh, <laughs> I'll use it for. Does it got electric socket? I I use that quite a lot and I use it for a whole host of drills and, and don't get me wrong I do have some other things like I have got like a launch monitor and I'm totally using it a top tracer range so there's some there's some stuff there but I don't use anything specifically for like golf coaching but I went to your studio and you've got a ton of stuff yeah what's your favourite of all the things you've got like, list some things I know you've got a track man you've got a K-Vest 
Um, body well, track. You got body track and hack motion. You got hack motion. Yeah, yeah. You got that. You got about eighteen TV screens. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember how bad I was on this? So if you don't know what hack motion is, it's a little thing that goes on your wrist and it tells you about wrist angle. So that has a direct correlation with the face. Yeah. Um, so when your wrist is in flexion or extension or this forearm roll and all this sort of thing and mine was terrible wasn't it I was actually hitting the ball quite well but mine was awful on that machine it wasn't, it wasn't that good it wasn't <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was just like really really good no um, it, was, it was good it was good it's good impact yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a great um, I was thinking about it the other day if you can control your hands yeah if you've got control of your hands, you've got control of the club face, therefore you've got control of the ball. Right. How cool is that? I thought I, was, uh, I thought I could use that a little bit into something there, but... Did you come up with that? I think I did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, came, I had it. Anyway, so, um, yeah, hack motions is cool. My favourite one would be body track. Yeah. I, I like that um, because so, it, um, it has a... a Foot pressure um, has a massive influence on the on the swing. Uh, so it's like a mat on the floor. You stand and it's like you'll measure whether your weights in your toes, your heels, weights too far on your right foot or left yeah. foot. Yeah. Menace, yeah. Measure what that's like at setup and what it's like at the top of the swing and impact, etc. Yeah. yeah. So it dive it diagnoses where you probably wouldn't see from a naked eye. Mm. What if you can see the pressure on your toes a bit yeah. through the shot? That would indicate that you're the 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 golfer is is. Um, uh, early extending, mm. um, which is when your butt comes into the uh, to the golf ball. I do that, um, and that would indicate that the golfer is going to start to use their hands mm. to try to manipulate the club and try to release it, or, or maybe they've experienced a slice. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to roll the hands over, so they're trying to store the body up to try to get the hands flipping over. Um, so you to obviously to encourage the the mecca or trying to work towards a, um, a swing is that you're trying to make it. Bit more consistent, therefore club face is squared up through a longer period of time. Yeah. So you're trying to maybe get more weight on the heels, so then the golfer's turning with the body more yeah. so and leaving the hands mm-hmm. through the shot. So that's why I like to see um, majority of my mm-hmm. golfers uh, through the shot if they want to work on consistency. Um, but then you've got golfers who um, want more distance, and mm-hmm. I can get more pressure on the lead foot. And then yeah. you've got that um, um, what's it called force factor yeah so you go from one to ten so you can see how much pressure they're, they're yeah. using on the on the on the left foot the lead foot and that has a direct correlation with power yeah yeah so, yeah. so the more you, you push the more you push into the ground mm. that'll then start to get the leg working into the ground and straighten up to get your whole left side or right side depending on which side you, you're, you're you're hitting mm. um out the way in order to get your body turning mm. um so yeah um and i Molinari, mm-hmm. um, back in the day when he won the Open, he was working with Dr. Shasha McKenzie. That's a name drop. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, and he was working with him, working on the, that um, movement um, with body track, and he gained another mm. 10, 20 yards. Which That's is a lot, much, at that level. Which is, yeah, lot, exactly. Just using that. Mm. And he, he's now working with... Um, um, Fetch Patrick, mm. Doctor Metzler McKenzie, and mm. he he's got the um, okay, the stack, which is a great little device. Hopefully, yeah. I'd like to see him up there mm. at the the PJ show. That'd be fantastic. Oh, you go to the PJ show, are you? <laughs> In Orlando, go to Florida. <laughs> Sorry, I can no, keep running along. Once I'm start, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I, that's my favourite bit of equipment. Um, I'm excited to get uh, so now I've, I've got purchased um, K-Best 
Um, and that's needed. I need to do more um, education on it to really sort of use it in my mm. in my lessons. But um, so K vest, if you don't know what K vest is, it's um, a little thing that kind of goes over you like a vest, and it will show you kind of how much upper torso rotation you've got. But it also test if your body, your spine angle is moving up and down. Yeah. And too much forward bend, too much right bend through impact. It's a very technical bit of kit. Um, I better go on a K vest. Yeah. How do you reckon I got on with that? Mm. I tell you, awful. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean it's a bad bit of kit. I just like every time I go on a bit of technology. Yeah. I tend to be like, apart from like my stats. Like, well, you've seen me hit some balls and stuff. Like my iron shots are pretty good, aren't they? Like I hit a yeah, a decent, oh, yeah. like quality my, shot. My, my irons are good, and then my drivers a bit. Meh, do you know what I mean? And when and but then I go on like your hack motion, or I go on the um, what was that thing you said? Body track. Body track yeah, awful. Really bad at that. Um, <laughs> and then, what was the other one you said a second ago? Uh, Body track, track, K-Vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. K-Vest, yeah. Really bad at that as well. So, um, either not Does enough... Does that mean that you're a bad golfer? Well, it goes back to what you were saying before about timing. My game is predicated on timing. Yeah. So, I should be better when I play more, but I'm not necessarily better when I play more. I think it just t- tends to come down to how I feel on the day. So, I like to play golf, look at target and hit it. I try not to think about technique. Yeah. So yeah. as long as I'm playing that game, I can dine out on skill a little bit. But technically, I keep looking at my swing and I think, do you know what, Dave? You're a mile away. You're so, you're so far off by being on it. Do you know what I mean? Technically. Yeah. And actually, I reckon about a year ago, it's probably as best as it ever was in terms of my technique But yeah. to look at. But I would say I probably hit it worse then and I was pretty less confident. Mm. So it's a blend. For me, it's like a blend of um, looking at your target and hitting it, playing A to B. Yeah. And, and trying to make it a bit more efficient. So I'm definitely more efficient when um, I have a better mastery of my wrist angle in the takeaway. So I focus on that a little bit. And I'm, I'm definitely a bit better when I don't get too much wrist hinge at the top. So I don't I throw it out. So there's a couple of technical aspects of my swing. Yeah. Where if I have better width on the backswing, better wrist angles, then I create a more reliable impact. But that te- doesn't take into consideration me being on the third and it's wide open. I think, right, I'm going to give this one some. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like... Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I think it, you know. I think the, the the whole coaching thing is is a real blend, isn't it, of um, technique and skill. And then I think on my day I'm not bad, but then I'm never going to win every single week. And yeah. actually, maybe no weeks from now on. Maybe I, I, think, I think most most golfers should come away from some more technique mm. and more on how to control that ball mm. the best the way they can, and how your swing is, yeah. is your swing. You want to take ownership of your mm-hmm. swing. <clears throat> that gives you a little bit more um, confidence mm-hmm. and not, or, or, or a bit more self-belief, doesn't yeah. it? That you're owning that swing. Mm-hmm. But then you, then the tech can actually sort of like look at what you're doing in the swing, which will then, doesn't necessarily need to analyze it, but it more, it more in cases like observes what mm-hmm. actually happens yeah. a little bit more deeper. Um, and then you, that would correlate to you can bring them bring that into sort of like how can you control that ball a little bit more mm. better, you know by you know whether the, the weight a little bit on the toes is trying to get a bit more weight on the heels or something like that through the shot. So, um, but then you can go into technique, can't you? And you come away from like how to control that ball. So yeah, we, I, I certainly for me I use it as a tool to double check everything. There's a great saying I always use for it is. Check twice, me- um, measure twice, yeah. measure twice, cut, cut once. once. So yeah. I would be checking everything um, and like getting to know the golfer really d- 
deeply what, in terms of what they actually are doing in order to hit that good shot and just let them know what you're doing. Um, and doesn't necessarily want to change that completely, but it's almost like, okay, well, now they know what they know how to do to then mm. repeat that. Mm. It's almost sometimes you don't know what you're doing, you just hit it, and it yeah. was like, oh, okay, that felt good. But if you've got a clear mental image, if you yeah. build up a bit of a clear mental image uh, about what you're doing in your swing, then you can start to repeat, re- repeat. Mm. So every, yeah. every swing's different, isn't it? Mm. So, um, but yeah, it's kind of like, that's what I use it for initially. Um, and it's trying to get away from certainly golfers who, you know, technique, focus on technique can really sort of kill mm. um, the focus on the ball flight and then yeah. and, and um, give you a clear mental image of what you're trying to do before you hit a shot. There's a lot of people that work on takeaway, <clears throat> um, trying to get the club parallel with the floor, face angle to the spine, work yeah. on that position. And it was probably the worst thing for them to work on because they kind of see that as a point that's very measurable in the swing. And I think when they look at that, although it's, most people would operate from a better takeaway position generally. If it was, wasn't the thing, um, for example, somebody that kind of rotates pretty well, takes the club behind them and, and swings the way they swing, swing over the top because they took it inside, would yeah. rotate their body pretty well. All of a sudden, getting fixated with takeaway without body rotation and got it into a technically better position on video in 2D, but actually was fundamentally flawed when it come down to a three-dimensional swing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, I think there's, there's certain positions of the swing that are very, very measurable. And people, I think, practice them without knowing the implications on their ball flight. And it, like you say, it's just like, okay, well, what does the ball do? What does it teach you? What did it sound like? Where did it hit? How high yeah. was it? Yeah. Like, I think if you yeah. revert back to that and then yeah. use your technology in a way which kind of plays towards the improvement of the ball flight. 100%. Or, yeah. or the repeatability of that ball flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it is. Okay, here's a question. Another one. Okay. <laughs> That's a curveball. Okay. Is it? Uh, well, um, if you could give, uh, if you could give one bit of advice to somebody to make them better, what would it be? Go and have a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what for, for golf? Obviously, yeah. Um. I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. All right, you ready? Okay. I'll give you one. I, I, I haven't thought this through because so it's probably not my best advice, but it just came to me. Sometimes it could be the good best yeah. one. Could be the best question. Could be the worst question. <laughs> so I like. How about this? Ready? Yeah. Right? Turn your back on your target and then hit it there. Like, like do you know what I mean? Turn your back on the target. So you're making sure that you're, you're turning? Yeah. So, so your, your yeah. back is facing yeah. the target. Yeah. Turn your back on the target and hit it there. I quite like that. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. John Jacobs described the golf swing as two turns and a swish. Yeah. Quite like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't say that really. Yeah. There's probably a little bit more to it than that. But then that's... Just keep it simple, isn't it? Simple. I like that. I like that old saying. What's his name? Um, Albert Einstein. Not yeah. dyslexic. Um, yes. Uh, yes. Is... He's got your hair as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, keep what it did simple, he say? Keep, keep it simple, stupid. Oh, right. And did uh, he say if you can't explain something so you don't understand yeah, it well yeah, enough exactly yeah 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 so it's it is um it is a case of i definitely 100 i think it's well known mm. um that you know if you just try and keep it as one swing thought yeah possibly two um but that's an extreme level um that's probably where it's something you're going to be massively changing mm-hmm. and then you're working towards having one swing thought and then eventually no swing thought I, the ethos that i try to teach is like 
we want to you want I want you to hit a golf ball without thinking mm. like you're going to throw a ball out yeah. out there and it's like you're gone you don't even think about what you're doing with your limbs yeah. you just throw it out there um, mm. and that's where we I was trying to get the, the golfers to do is to, to hit a, to, to get to a point where you, they can hit a ball without thinking mm. but subconsciously mm. they get a they get a picture in the, in the brain in the mind's eye there's a great book I um, read over lockdown, which was um, Peak Performance. I can't remember what it is, but mm-hmm. highly suggest to read that. It's a great, so it's a professor who's um, done a lot of research into golf, uh, not even a golfer, anyone who's good in their field, whether it's a chess player, a mm. um, musician, um, a doctor, and he was more focused on um chess but what he what he found and deduced is that whoever was good in, in the field is that they have a, had a clear mental image mm. before they executed the, yeah. the, the what they'd done and that separates the the person who's um not so well well known in their field to someone who is mm. um i think um and that's where i always try to to help golfers to yeah. try to um, to get that in, in uh, a good, clear image. So if you can try to explain to someone to that uh, about what's actually happened to be you able know, to understand in their in their brain in their third eye, yeah. then they should carry it on through the throughout the round and maintain it through the round. Mm. I think. I watched a really yeah. interesting documentary about this woman. I mean, it wasn't about a woman. It was about the brain and how you learn stuff and what have you. And um, they talked about that dude that like jumped in a swimming pool and then smashed his head. And he was in a coma, and then he came out, and then he could play the piano. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Insane. yeah. And I've heard about this, that. Yeah, and someone who could speak something as well could speak. Yeah, speak a different language. Yeah, yeah, insane. And uh, that fascinates yeah. me. But also, there's yeah. this lady on there, and she was—I don't know what the right phrase is for this—but she was very good at knitting. Yeah, right. She's really, really good at knitting, and she could just have a conversation, just look at the other person, and she could knit you a scarf without looking at her hands or doing... She's just done it so many times, and it's a bit like the skill of golf. Is kind of, if you do it enough times, does it become automatic? So you haven't got to think about it. But, so this lady, right, they put her in a brain scanner, and because knitting is about the, one of the only things that you could possibly do inside one of those big tube things. You know that tube, like MRI tube, brain scanner? Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's in the tube, and because it's quite tight, you can't really do anything. So she, but she's got knitting needles, and she's got some wool, right? Yeah. And she's knitting a scarf, yeah? inside the thing and they're measuring her brain activity and it's back in the back of the brain where it's kind of stored up and it's automatic yeah and it, it highlights where all that electrical activity is and then they said right are there any types of knitting you find difficult she's like oh yeah yeah i'm trying this new like hybrid version of knitting we're talking about knitting yeah <laughs> we're just talking about knitting yeah on the golf course <laughs> so she's knitting yeah and then she goes oh there's this other style of of, of knitting which i'm not very good at I can do it, but I have to really think about it. And she's like, they're like, okay, cool. So she starts doing this other little style of knitting, yeah? And all of a sudden, that brain activity they see on the screen has moved to the prefrontal cortex of the brain in front. Yeah. Yeah? And they were like, whoa, okay, so you could see that she hadn't really... Whoa! <laughs> they were like, damn, son! Whoa! No, with Right? So... So they realised that she hadn't got that as automatic yet. It's not automatic in her brain to do that. So they said, right, go away, practice that for six months. Yeah. And then we'll chuck you back in the brain scanner again. And so they chuck her in the brain scanner six months later. She's like, how, they're like, how are you getting on with the knitting then? And then she, she's like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I can do it now. She's like, boom, 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 boom. Okay. And it's yeah. moved from the front to the back. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a little bit like with golf, right? 
Yeah. Without, like, I don't practice a lot. I don't play a lot. I hit a couple of balls in between lessons occasionally. Yeah. And then I kind of feel like I'm a little bit like that. Like I can, I've been done it enough to be able to pick a club up and go and play. I might not score brilliantly because I haven't got control over the distance maybe necessarily. I might not hold enough putts. But I don't feel, for me, like I'm loads better when I practice loads. I feel like my, my um, ability is kind of there. I don't think I've got any better or any worse over the last 10 years. I think I'm the same. Okay. And, and I, I don't think that for me, like the extra practice makes me much better. I know, I know that I would probably be more confident going into a tournament if I'd prepped a little bit better. And I was like, right, I know this club does this, this does this and yeah. stuff and what yeah. have you. Um, but certain people are not like that, are they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was teaching a guy the other day and he was panicking. He goes, I'm here both two weeks, Dave. And I'm like, well, two weeks? Wow. You know, you know what I mean? You tried two it's months. Good going. You know it's mean? good going. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, some people feel like they go really go backwards, really go backwards in that short space of time without playing. And I think just from the repetitions of just doing, hitting loads and loads of balls, you do solidify like a real core DNA. The golf course where I'm at now, I was an assistant at Bramshaw 10 years ago and then I've gone away and I've come back again. And then I've given some lessons to some people that I taught 10 years ago. Oh, wow. And yeah. I had a mental image of what their swing looked like. Yeah. And that core DNA of their swing hasn't changed. Wow. That's and cool, you think that's well, a long time for that to kind of yeah. to uh, um, evolve. And actually, I was speaking to a couple of people and I was like, what would you play off now? And they're like, four. I was like, whoa, you were like 18 when I left. Look at the swing. It's like, it looks the same. Yeah. It's like, oh, your swing looks the same. No, I didn't say that. Didn't say that. So then they same. sort of like owned their swing. They owned and, then, it, and then they owned sort it. of like... Yeah, it's almost like learning their bad shots yeah. and just trying to minimise it, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. That's, that's fascinating, nice. yeah. You're yeah. learning a new skill, aren't you? What's that? Oh, surfing. Yeah. Yeah, so down where I'm living, obviously down by the beach, um, really loving it. It's completely sort of like um, throwing myself into like a beginner's level as opposed to obviously mm-hmm. where I'm at with golf. And... Everybody's so cool, getting to know. It's almost like swap the roles. Where I'm, so I'm meeting the guys down out in the surf shop, sorted, and um, he's like the guy at the counter. That's me. And so I'm like, so what do you do this? And like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and um, they're really cool. They're um, very helpful. <clears throat> um, so I'm learning to pop up um, a little bit more, a bit more uh, fluidly. Um and yeah, it's good really fun there, yeah? it is really good fun. Really enjoying it, and thanks for the um. So I've got the uh. So where I'm at now, mm-hmm. where I need to sort of feel a bit more comfortable, actually, once I've is popped up, mm-hmm. which you're up on the board, is that you're trying to then maneuver the board. So you very kindly lent me your long board, yeah. which will then hopefully interpret um give me a bit more mm-hmm. stability, stabilitize um self turning yeah. turning left and right. So really appreciate that. Thank you. I'm gonna have to go at that. Good fun, see, you might see me on the old um, stories. Over like a, like I'll a tag streaming. you in it, mate. Yeah, <laughs> Thank nice. you. Nice. Okay, one final question then. Um, are aliens real? <laughs> that is definitely the, a cut. Are, are we the only people? Around are we? Is this it? Is there anybody else out there? Oh, Jesus, that's really deep, isn't it? That I'm just one. gonna go. I'm gonna ask everybody that and see what they think. Okay, so are aliens the real? Um, There's like billions of planets. It's gotta be, isn't it? There's it's, gotta be more. Yeah, it's gotta be. Do you reckon we're having this conversation somewhere else? You and I. It's like a, uh, I'm big into old uh, Marvel, so right. um, there'd be that it's sort like of Spider-Man like Spider Man stuff like that. Huh? Spider Man and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, so you got the variants isn't it so you got like another version of you yeah um, in another dimension or yeah yeah exactly you know another yeah, yeah. can you imagine what so would you, you look like 
<laughs> I'd be more handsome. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be another 10 kilos, I think. I'd be 10 kilos yeah. heavier. Hulk version. Yeah, yeah. So are we going to say yes, there are? Or? I agree. There is. There, I, I, I think there's aliens out there. Cool. Yeah. All right, nice. Neil, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. You're a hero. Keep doing what you're doing. We love you, yeah? <laughs> I love you too, man. <laughs> cool. Thanks for listening, peeps. <laughs>